Hello, everybody. Hey, welcome to Show and Tell. I'm upstairs working on some demos. We had an exciting uh, day today. We had some hack chat, so I got a little to catch up with. But uh, we're doing the show and tell, the half an hour that is the most fun on the internet without uh, going to Reddit and investing in uh, shorted stocks. Okay, it's me, Lady Ada. With me is Mr. Lady Ada. You got a bunch of people from the community and uh, more from Adafruit from DigiKey come by to show off what they're working on this week in electronics, making 3D printing, and more. Fun times. We're here till 7.55. Let's kick it off with Kevin. Hey Did guys, Kevin, what's going on in your workshop? Hey, what a fun week with the RP twenty forty coming out. Yeah, that was kind of a, a a big story, and it's pretty exciting to see such a a great board. Yes. So uh, last week I talked about the COVID nineteen results thing I, I, I created with the mag tag. I spent a lot more work on that this week. I have everything ready to Lady Eddie. You try. You told me that my next thing to do is do a vaccine report. Yes. I found a CSV file, a daily API CSV file, and I'm still working on getting that to work. But I did want to show the perfected version of this where it shows, you know, different states. I got the little images on there. And then if you click the state, it takes a second because now it's going to connect to the Internet or connect to the Wi-Fi. And then it's going to show that state. And I'll be able to select each different state whenever I want just to see the updated results. So now... As nice. soon as I can get this CSV file to read properly, I'm getting weird characters back because I'm using the JSON libraries, which I think is my problem. So uh, that's my goal for next week. I'm going to have the vaccine report on here. Okay, good. Yes. I like giving you little homework assignments. I know. It's great. It, it, it puts All we need is uh, vaccines. So uh, yeah. can you work on that next You know, week? I think Digikey would be a great vaccine distribution center. I, I think we would. You know, the nice thing is they could just storm right outside. Yeah. You know, it's like, cold. I think it was minus 24 when I woke up this morning. So they have to warm right them up. up. Yeah. Um, I know it's funny. It's like DigiKey. It's like you could have digi uh, deliver your vaccine next day. All right. Well, uh, keep on keeping on. Come back with more projects next week. That'd be cool. Maybe come by with a Pico project next week. That's, I hopefully I can get a Pico. They're hard to find right now. I don't know. Look at the. Somebody even bought out DigiKey, so I can't even get one. Oh, man, that's tough. I, you don't have limits. All right, thanks, Kevin. Thanks for coming by. Right. We'll Take care, guys. See, see you next time. week. Next up, Trevor, what you got going on this week? Hey, hey, Trevor. All right, so this is what I got going on this week. I created a Pico overlay for the Adafruit AR. Let me show you real quick. All right, can you see that? Mm-hmm. Sweet. All right, here we go. All right, so I'm opening up Adafruit AR. And starting to wrap up. And we're going to scan the Pico board and boom. Boom. There you go. There is a pinout diagram for the Pico. So that's just an image that you printed out, but the final one, you're gonna, it's going to work. When you get your board, because I, 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 I bought them right. all from DigiKey. I don't know if you knew, and I sent them to you. Right, uh, right, yeah. yeah so on a breadboard, so, this will be great. Yes, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, uh, it's using image tracking. Uh, and, yeah, it works like a charm. Yo, Come I, by I, next week with the breadboard. I'd love to see it because that, that's going to be so useful. Yes, yes. Love how I it totally it yeah. tracks so well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazing. All right. All so right. if folks want to uh, have the app in advance, they could just get Adafruit AR, and then you're going to be pushing that update soon? Yes. Hopefully by the end of the week. Yep. Let's just got to do a little bit of testing with the live board. But, yeah, put in a breadboard and, and make sure it still works and all that good stuff. You might have to oh, of course. It. Okay. Of course. All right. Nice hat, right too. <laughs> Thank you. Warm logo. Thanks, Thank you, Trevor. <laughs> Later. All right, next up, we're going to go to Jeff. Jeff, what you got going on? 
Hey, Jeff. You're muted. Unmute. <laughs> oh, that's a rookie mistake. I did a little MagTag project. Uh, like a lot of people, I was really just, my heart was captivated by the poet Amanda Gorman and her speech, The Hill We Climb. And so to experience it slower, I made a MagTag application that updates once per hour. So an hour from now, it's going to go on and we'll find out what the next line is after where our forefathers first realized revolution. Uh, but the other thing that's interesting about this is uh, some of the lines are long enough that they didn't fit uh, physically as one line on the MagTag screen. So you need to split them. And we had an existing library to split at, uh, to count the number of characters and split after say 24 characters. But because a W is narrower than an I or an L, that wasn't always right. So this new library, uh, which I put uh, on my blog and which Foamy Guy wants to add to the Adafruit Display Text Library, counts the pixels in the words and then wraps it down to the next line uh, at the appropriate time. And so that is... That's uh, the right way to do it, but that's not how I did it because I yeah. was lazy. Well, you know, the other is quick. Lazy wrap. Yeah, and so this has been powered off, but I, I powered it on, so now we'll get to see whatever the next line is here in just a moment. Oh, hey. it's me. Uh, rise from, well, not we don't have lakes, but- You have Midwestern states. states. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I got, a uh, fun little MagTech project. Awesome. Cool. I love I love well, the you. fancy word wrapping. I'm glad someone, someone did it because I was lazy. All right, thanks, Jeff. All right, next up, no Pedro. What you get going on this week? Hey. Hey, hey folks. This week we got a Raspberry Pi Braincraft hat project. Yeah, so this is building on top of Jeff's project that he made a couple weeks ago. This was the Lo-Fi um, uh, Raspberry Pi project. This is like a boombox version of that. So it has the speaker attached on the back. And what Jeff added was the ability to rotate this in any screen and the joystick uh, mapping will update with that. So you can add a portrait or whatever. Um, and everything is snap fit together for this. So you got all the snaps on the sides here, and then you have access to all of your ports. So you can still use this. What I really like about this project, it just chills on your desk. You can listen to all your lo-fi tunes, like uh, what's this week's latest meme, Bernie has his own like uh, lo-fi station. So of course you can chill out is. with Bernie. And what I really like about it is, um, oh, the, like lo-fi lo lef leftist radio or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's cool. <laughs> so it's really cool about this is as I was working on this, I was able to see what was, you know, us being under attack so I could keep, you know, tabs on all that. And what's really cool about it as well is that the screen is just big enough so you can still see your desktop on it. You can still kind of see it there. there it so you can still get some work done on it. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. What I really like too is the um, the speakers that we have in the shop too are super beefy. So if I just go to a station here, see this guy bumping bass on that. Yeah, I can hear a little bit. I'm just trying to show the movement of it because oh. it like vibrates your whole desk. It's so cool. You can just really feel the vibrations oh, yeah. on it. I was just switching tracks. So that's super yeah. cool. Uh, we also added these little mounts on the bottom. So if you want to add like a tripod or something, uh, you can have that attachment as well. And keeping on the theme with Raspberry Pi projects, we got a Pico project. So usual round of stands and cases. Here's the first one we got. It's all um, uh, snap fit. So all the little pins, the little what is M2 pins all fit in there? Yeah. And I wanted to make sure that we had like a project case. So we have like a simple little matrix one that's in there. So it has the battery and then you have the USB port and a little slide switch on it. So you can have a portable little LED matrix. So nice. more to come, a couple more other projects. You can kind of see in the background that's me worked on, but we got this week. 
Okay, always fun when there's a new board. You can start making cases yes. and 3D modeling it. Yay. All right, thank you, Don Pedro. Thank you. All right, next up, JP, what you got going on? You're also muted. Right? Nope. Hello? Wants to come back to you, JP? Yeah. Oh. No, 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 no. Help. We will come back to you, JP. <laughs> It was working earlier. Next, uh, Melissa. Hello, Melissa. Just kidding. I'm not muted. That was good, though. You took me for a second. <laughs> I have the um, I have a Titano here, and I am writing a little like uh, PDA app. Let's see if I can get it to, so you can see it on the camera. Yeah, just hold it up really close, and it'll it'll. Yeah, ah. there you go. Yeah. So I have it. So it has a few little icons here, and Classic. I even have I love it. The little I even have it so if you touch uh, the calculator one, it actually oh, too far, too close. It actually is launching a little calculator app on here. Mm. This I is definitely going to beat out Palm in the market. So, <laughs> all right, everybody, but, if you're going to invest in stocks, you got a short Palm because Melissa's new handheld gadgets, the the new technology. So uh, I, what I have right now is I have, uh, I'm storing all the apps on the SD card. And so I'm actually just launching them right off of there. And it's kind of based on uh, Dylan's uh, MagTag project selector. Cool. So. All right. Well, I like those icons, especially the, like the, the, the circular, circular shadow. It's like very Mac OS 9-ish or something. They're, they're just temporary icons that I'm borrowing really? for now. I like well, them. I, like them. I got, just bring them style. up Google search, but I want to use uh, some that are um, that are uh, royalty-free and all oh, that. Oh, okay. All right, next gen. All right, cool. All right, anything else you want to show off? Or maybe maybe next week? Uh, yeah, let's do it next week. On okay. The other one. Next I want week to polish it, it up. Sweet. All right, thanks, um, Melissa. I'm going to go and see how JP's microphone's doing. How about now? Yeah. Okay, good. Yay. All right. Uh, so what I wanted to show is I had uh, this capacitive touch breakout board, which is the, uh, what is this guy? MPR 121. MPR 121, yeah. I'm trying to see him there in my camera. Uh, it's got a 12 key uh, capacitive touch. So I've got 12 alligator clips coming off of him. And those are all going to some copper tape. And then what I've done is I've wrapped that tape around to the front of this board and made myself a little graphical overlay. And the nice thing with the cap touch is you don't actually need to physically touch it. So it'll work through paper, it'll work through fabric and things like that. Uh, so what I've set this up as is controllers for this cool uh, visualizer that was done in processing. And I don't have any music playing, but you can see with the sound of my voice, it's picking that up and, and showing little peaks and valleys. So now instead of going and clicking around in the interface there, we can uh, go and add effects to this just by touching the um, little board here. You can see I'll, I'll send this into expand mode. It'll go crazy, uh, change these to particles. So all of those are just USB uh, HID key commands. But instead of knowing those and, and using them on a keyboard, I got a nice UI here that shows me them by name. Or if I want to switch the cameras around and revolve that, I can do that all with this nice little touch interface. So that'll work for pretty much anything you want to make a touch interface for, uh, and you can make any graphics you want. It's just a little printout of, uh, of a graphic I made custom for this. So that's going to be a learn guide coming out soon. It's in moderation now, and uh, I hope to see people use that for all kinds of cool touch interface uh, uses. All right, touching. And, 
I have one other thing if I have time. Um, I got a Pico board. I got mad because I couldn't stand flipping it around to see the, the pin outs because the silk screen's on the back. So I made this big ridiculous thing. Uh, let me try to focus on that a little bit better. Worse. Yeah, what's going on there? There we go. Uh, so what I've done is I've actually taken the Pico and I've added nine, uh, 90 degree female header pins to it or socket header pins. And then another set of uh, male or, or pin pins that are going down into the board. Those don't have to be there if I just want to plug directly into the board. And then I've made a little graphic here that's just a modification of something that Phil B made for uh, a pin out graphic. And now I know exactly what these pins are uh, and, uh, and I can use it on a big giant breadboard. So I've made the Pico not so Pico, but it's very development friendly. So that's a little hack that I did recently. Nice idea. I love the font action on that proto board. Look at that 70s font. Isn't this thing beautiful? Dude, CSC. I, I, I want to buy stock in them. <laughs> Look at that logo. Amazing. I'm short that. New Haven, Connecticut, Continental Specialties Corporation right there. Back, so. back in the day, man, when we we made all these things here in the USA. All right. <laughs> I like how this and it, it's lasted this long. It's lasted like easily 20, 30 years. It is. It's a tough board. Yep. Tough board. All right. Thanks for the, uh, the update. Thanks sure thing. Much, Next up, we will go to Scott. Hello. Hey, hey, Scott. Uh, I'll just hold up my Pico here. Uh, I've been working a ton on it. I started back in December, and we have CircuitPython support. And we launched just under a week ago, so I wasn't able to talk about it last week. So I wanted to say, hey, CircuitPython is on the Pico. Uh, we've done a lot of work. We're going to do a lot of work. Um, I did a big long live stream last week with all the questions about the RP2040, which is the chip on the Pico, I'm going to do it on Friday again. So check that out on my deep dive. Um, I'm in the middle of trying to get uh, audio playback through PWM. So I'm uh, hoping to have at least a demo on Friday for that. And uh, we'll be able to cause some beeps, bleeps, and bloops uh, next Love week. the bleeps and bloops. And, yeah, so we'll do PWM, and then maybe later on we'll do I2S. But uh, it's good. You know, we're seeing people use the Pico with CircuitPython, giving us feedback, telling us stuff that's broken, stuff that they want. That's uh, yep. it's a good, healthy ecosystem. Yeah, totally. A lot of new folks are trying it. It should be yes. really cool. All right. Everyone who has a Pico, go download it. Try it out. Yeah. You might, you might like it. Yep. Beta All 1 right. was released today. Thanks to Dan. Yay. All right. Thanks, Dan. Okay, cool. Thank you, Scott. Next up, Erin. What's going on, Erin? Oh, hello. I'm a little dark. Let me move into the light here. Um, I have a beautiful new project that I've been working on for a while, uh, which is a chandelier. Um, I just launched a tutorial on the Learn system. I'm going to see if I can get it to, there we go, to show up here. Um, it's got papercraft crystals that animate. Um, it is three 3D printed rings right here showing, uh, it's got a Circuit Playground Bluetooth in the bottom, and then a couple of NeoPixel rings up above. And the whole thing is hanging from a piece of live edge wood that I found in my mom's workshop, so I don't know kind of what it is, but it's just gorgeous. Um, I, on the very bottom, it's got a rotary encoder, which uh, allows me to control the speed or the brightness of the different animations. Um, this is just a really fun project, and it's in this lovely spot here, and uh, really, I'm just enjoying the heck out of it. So uh, I, I, I had the idea to make this, uh, I, I do a lot of yoga in the mornings, and my idea was really to, you know, working on breath control and really, you know, focusing and getting into, into my body. 
Um, I wanted to be able to control the speed of the animation so that when I inhale and exhale, it can match the lights. And that can really help me lengthen my breath and sort of deepen into my practice. So that was why I wanted a speed control knob is as I get better at it, I can slow the animation down a little bit more so that my breath gets a little deeper. And it's just the most wonderful way to start the day every day. Um, I did put a bunch of files and code and all that up on the Learn system. So if you want to make yourself a beautiful piece of art, uh, that is available. All right. Gorgeous. Thank you, Aaron. All right. Next up, Phil B. What you got going on this week? Hello there. Uh, it's kind of a repeat of last week. I, I showed um, using multiple LED matrices um, and sort of tiling graphics across uh, a whole set of them as a single single surface. Uh, this is now, um, it is live in the Arduino Protomatter library, uh, version 1.1. Uh, that's there. And I've been uh, working with uh, Jeff Epler to get this uh, put into CircuitPython. This is running in CircuitPython. That release isn't quite live yet, but uh, it should be in the next the next release there. I love how your camera can't can't handle yeah, how bright this is. It's totally freaking out. <laughs> yeah. But it, it looks normal when you see it. Oh yeah, no, it's rock steady uh, in in person. It looks great. But uh, just to show, there's you know, there's the REPL running. It's it's right. all. Oops, I, I typoed, but yeah, you should look you know. at the REPL. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, that looks awesome. I think this will be great for people who want to make uh, gigantic uh, uh, LED walls. You can now tile them and not just make long ones, but tall ones as well, square, square ones. Yes. So that's good. So you can tile on either or both axes. Okay, awesome. Coming soon to CircuitPython, okay. next release, yeah. probably. All right, next up, let's go to Liz. Liz, what you got going on? Hi, how's it going? Hey, hey. Um, so this was one of the first Arduino projects I ever did like three years ago, um, and it was a MIDI fighter. Uh, so I've been kind of looking at it recently because uh, I'm going to be doing a refresh of it with uh, using the Pico. Um, so I had just started soldering when I did this, um, and I was really scared to solder the button, so I jammed in all the little like connectors here, um, so it's really tight. And I used a SparkFun Pro Micro, um, and I remember the buttons were a little wonky because I was still learning how to code. So it would send the MIDI on release, but just getting MIDI out at all was like a huge thing. Uh, so just kind of reflecting on like how I've, uh, you know, uh, jumped, leveled up kind of. And well, it looks still... it looks really great, though. I love the woodworking. All right. Yes, so what yeah. what's your next plan for this? Uh, so it'll still be arcade buttons, uh, but using the Pico um, and it'll have a display so that you can um, use it as a GUI for selecting the different notes and then adjusting which MIDI uh, message is going out from uh, that button. Oh, so building on the stuff you did with the the party parrots from like the OLED party parrots. Yes, yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I got I squared C going with this display in the Pico uh, this past week, so it was, it was good. All right, MIDI fight away. The Pico will be a great for it because it's got so many GPIO pins for sure. All the pins. All the pins. <laughs> yeah. And now you can use uh, JP's overlay thing if you want to. Uh... It's a good idea. That's little, true. Yeah. Little paper overlay. All right, thanks, Liz. This is looking looking good. Looking Thank forward you. to it. Thank you, Liz. All right, next up, we're going to go to Professor G, and then we're going to go to Dandy, and then Mark. I think we can still get to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get to hey, everyone. Hey, Professor G. How's it going? Hey, Professor G. Oh, my God. Where look you at your background. It's amazing. <laughs> yes, it's, it's always uh, it's, it's Ada Festive in the back. I'm going to screen share quickly, so I, I think I can show you what's going on from my Epic cam here. Can you see that? 
I've got a whoop. Let me just click on. Come on. I approve this entire screen. Yes. I know. It's done. like what you're setting. You have to. All right. Hopefully, now. how are we doing now? Whoop. Now I got a. We're on the show. It says. All right. StreamYard, stop sharing. Can you see this? No. <laughs> I'm so sorry if you can't. If not, I'll try to figure yeah. out how to work. Are you seeing stuff? Yeah, your desktop. Oh, good. I'm so glad. So, really quickly, um, very, very easy STEM project for uh, others is the most valuable thing that uh, I have ever made. It's a pillbox to remind me to take my meds. There's a little Raspberry Pi on the side, and it lights up when it's meds time, and then you take your meds, and then the next time you have meds to take, it will light up again. So, super useful. But the star of the show here is Mule Mascaris. And um, you may or may not know, Mule Mascaris is one of the most famous Mexican luchadors. And this is a mask distributing robot. So um, we'll see if we can get the mic over by him and uh, or by her. And, uh, you know, she can come up and distribute masks to folks so can say things like, I'm Mule Mascaris, robot of a thousand masks. And I'd like you to take one and put it on. Thanks. Can you hear that? Yeah, yeah, we can barely hear it. <laughs> so okay, barely. I'm so sorry. I'm trying. That's no, okay. We we like we'll just be qu really quiet when we listen. So the, those are all the things it says. It goes oh, up to people it, when it don't have their mask on, like um, you know, Mad Eye Moody back there. Well, you know, you can sort of troll him. What is going well. on in this workshop? So he says the mask goes over your nose, but you can pile it around and distribute masks to friends and people who need them and all that other great stuff. So what a fun robotics project. Our meal maskers. We're starting school next week. So I think everybody's going to have masks on campus, but we can compliment them or, uh, or troll them. If they, if they have a uh, bad mask usage, we need to get Spock a mask in the back there too. But, all right. So this is uh, the Biden plan to get everyone to mask up. It's just going to have a robot. <laughs> it's just these little robots. It shows up. That's just how it is. Masking. So I actually have a build here if uh, anybody wants to go through, and there's a set of things in YouTube, and I'm going to do one for you guys, too, if, if that's okay, yeah. if that makes sense. Um, but uh, thanks for all of your work, and keep us all masked up, and um, we'll, we'll stay in touch. All right. Awesome. Thank you, thank for, you Professor. Thank people to keep masked up and everything, Professor G. And thank you, Mil Maracas, for, for throwing right. down. I don't, I don't know what they do. Dan and then the Mark, if everyone keep it to a couple minutes each, which it usually works out, we'll be able to get to everybody. Hello, Dan. What you got going on? Hey, how's it going? Uh, so this week, I just wanted to share a little bit about uh, my excitement that uh, after a lot of years of tinkering with electronics and making little proto boards like this, I finally took the plunge and I learned how to make my own PCB. So this is my first first custom PCB I ever made from the uh, congratulations in China. So thank you. So uh, and here it is populated. So it's just a little. Uh, let's see. Uh, a little eighty tiny, and I'm running a little countdown timer right now. And then there's a couple of my favorite little metal clicky buttons, and then an RGB LED on the back. And so obviously this is kind of a Stone Age technology at this point, but uh, I felt like it was a really good place to start. Kind of go back to the basics. There you can. I love how you got a little bit of everything. You got seven segment, NeoPixels, microcontroller. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's a it's a full uh, bento box of Tronics. Yeah, and it's only like ten bucks worth of parts, so it was really, you know super easy. And maybe I'll make a couple of these. So, so right. anyway, so now I have a long queue of uh, PCBs lined up to design now. So, but I'm working on a feather wing and a couple other things. So, 
great I'm job. Excited. Well, congratulate. The first one's always the toughest. So uh, yeah, congratulations exactly. on your success. And, and it, it's awesome to and, see that it worked out. Yeah. And it's honestly, if anybody's considering it, it was way easier than I thought. It took, you know, a, a weekend of tinkering around and watching tutorials and KiCad and yeah, do it. If you're thinking about it, do it. Especially do it now because Chinese New Year is coming up. So you have a couple weeks. Yes, then, exactly. Uh, we'll All right. Thank you, Dan. Thanks, thank you. Bye. All right. Mark, what'd you get going on? That's, that's actually great to hear because like KiCad something that I want to start looking at right away, actually. But for now, I took a bunch of the LEDs I've been working with, those ultra bright strips, and finally put them in a case, which you're not going to be able to see Dude, at all. Dude, you have like the sun in your room here. I don't know what's going on. Uh, so I will unplug it. So now uh, I finally printed a case and I got translucent filament just to give the diffusion on it. Um, just there from a couple feet away on my desk, it was showing 500 lux, which is more than enough to do any workshop type things. So I actually want to look at 3D printing a connector that I actually saw earlier in the show to hook this up to a small tripod or whatever to bring it around just to bring light wherever I need now. It's, yeah, the, the amount of light these, the dense LEDs put out is just amazing. Yeah, we totally we stock these little things you can you can screw in to make a um, a tripod mount. Uh, it's great because you know everything uses tripod mount, and then you you can uh, basically start your own camera lighting supply store if you like. Well, and I love photography, so uh, that thought had crossed my mind too. Okay, well, great work, Mark. Great to see you. You move on from e ink, and now you're <laughs> going from from the palest things to the brightest things. Yeah, no in between. No in between. All right, sweet. All Thank right, you. Thanks, thanks a lot. All right, that's our show and tell for this week. We got to <coughs> set up for Ask an Engineer, so we're going to do that just a few minutes from now. Uh, don't forget, every single week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, we do show and tell. It'll be either Lady Ada and I, or sometimes Noah Pedro, maybe, sometimes JP. Sometimes it'll be different people, but we're all here together at 7.30 p.m. Show Could and be tell. a skeleton. Who knows? Next week. All right, thanks, everybody. I'll see you in five minutes. <laughs>